Welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. Are you interested in getting into real estate investing? Are you interested in actually one of the easiest ways to get into real estate investing, like vacant land? On this video, I'm gonna show you step-by-steps, actually in just three steps, how to start wholesaling vacant land, even if you're a beginner, even if you have no money. All right, but first, listen, I did not buy this for myself. A student bought it for me, but hey, do you wanna see one of my favorite shirts right now? And I'm back, baby. Yeah, if you didn't know, a few months ago, I had open heart surgery, but I'm feeling way better. Long story, I've talked about it before in other videos, but I am just glad to be back. All right, so in this video, it's gonna be a little fun. Uh, I'm actually, I've taken my chair away, so it's just me kind of standing up here. And I just, I feel good. I feel really, really good. I'm excited about this market, and I'll tell you for one reason why I'm really excited. One of them, I have a coaching client that I'm working with right now, and I've been doing some series of videos with him called the Do or Die series, and he's a missionary in South Asia somewhere. His name is Josh. What's up, Josh, if you're watching this? And just this morning, a few hours ago, I got a text from him saying, yeah, this seller just signed the contract. Now, we're still working out the details. This is almost, this is such a sweet deal. It's almost like this could be too good to be true. Is there something wrong with this? But I'll tell you more details soon. But if you've been watching the series that I've been doing with Josh, I'm not sure when this video will be released or what. This is a smoking hot deal. And we were actually marketing for vacant land and uh, he contacted us. He's got this one vacant lot, and right next to it, he's got another lot with a house on it. And this house is worth a lot of money, and we're buying it for barely anything. This is crazy. So, but what I'm gonna do here is I'm gonna show you how to wholesale vacant land step-by-step, step, even if you're a beginner, even if you have no money. But first, a few things here. If you're interested in getting more information about what we do, about how, while I was having heart surgery, we were able to still keep on going, still make money in this business. Go check this out right here, simplelandkit.com. It's a free resource that I have that I'm gonna give to you that gives you a ton of free information about how we flip vacant land. It gives you my contracts, my scripts, my software, which I'm actually gonna demonstrate here on this webinar or on this video for you right now. And uh, you get to see my land watch hack. You get to see the contracts, the scripts with sellers, the scripts with realtors how I find my buyers. It's a free resource. And pretty soon we're going to be selling this thing. So I'm telling you, if you go here, by the way, and it does cost a little bit of money, I'm sorry, you're too late. My apologies. But go to simplelandkit.com right now while it's free. Check it out. And on after you um, put in your name and email to get it, the next page is going to invite you to a class where I'm going to teach you how to use all of the stuff that you have in here. So go right now, check it out, simplelandkit.com. And if you're watching this on the YouTube's which I don't know why, where else you'd be watching it, but please subscribe to my channel. Give me a thumbs up and let me know that you like this stuff. Give me some comments too. Give me some feedbacks. I'd love to see what you think of this. All right, so I've got a mind map here. I'm going to kind of walk through it. And these are the steps, step-by-steps, instructions for beginners to start wholesaling vacant land with no money. You interested in step one? Hopefully you can see this. Let me zoom in a little bit. Number one is real simple. You research markets and find vacant land deals. That's the first step. Now, what do we do with that? Well, we're going to look for the areas where there's a lot of demand. We're going to be looking for um, states where there's a lot of activity. And one of the tools I like to use a lot is landwatch.com. And if you just go to landwatch.com, click the orange button. We like cheap rural, well, we like cheap recreational land, right? So I'm going to look for anything under 
$200,000, let's say. And what that does is it gives me the most popular states. Now, these aren't the states. I know it's real small. I'll try to zoom in a little bit, but you see these states here on the left, Florida, Texas, North Carolina, Arkansas, Georgia, et cetera. These are states where we try to do a lot of deals in because this is where the demand is. This is where people are looking for land. This is where they're going to either buy or sell land, a lot of activity. You can just, you know, even do a search for, um, <clears throat> uh, what's that, uh, the U-Haul. There's reports that they do every quarter. Where What are the most popular states where people are moving out of and which states are people moving into? And sure enough, guess what? Florida, Texas, Tennessee, um, Arkansas are up there on the top of that list. All right, so then if you just click one of these states, like Florida, for example, I'm not saying you should go into Florida, but just as an example here, scroll down, guess what? You see a list of the most popular counties. This is just a place to start. And what I'm gonna tell you to do, okay, first of all, let me explain this. Why follow the demand? Why is that such a big deal? You wanna follow the money. See, success leaves clues. And when you're following the money, you know when you get a deal in one of these counties, guess what? They're gonna be easier to sell. It's gonna be easier to get comps. It's gonna be easier to find realtors. It's gonna be easier to find other land investors that are buying these deals. That's what we're doing. We're buying vacant land from people that have owned it for over 10 years that don't live in the county. We're buying it at 35 cents on the dollar. We're getting one out of every 20 to 30 offers accepted. And then we're selling it to people that buy a bunch of land out there. So we're basically wholesalers, just like what you're doing with houses, we're doing with land, but I'm telling you, it's a whole lot easier. Trust me, how do I know? Oh, maybe I'm the best coach ever. I don't know. Just, just teasing. All right. Anyway, so, um, you know, if we were to look at some of these counties, Lee County, Charlotte County, Citrus County, just play with them. If you click on here, see more, I want you to take the top 15, 20 counties from this list. And I don't know, maybe there's 70 or 80 counties in Florida. And instead of just doing spray and pray marketing, we want to target the demand. We want to follow the money. Listen, Forget about competition. There is no competition. It's only collaboration, right? We're following the demand. So what if there's already a bunch of people already doing deals there? So what? I don't care, right? All I care about is when I get a deal under contract, I'm gonna be able to sell it quickly. We sell our vacant land deals within a couple months. That's the goal. And so I know if I get a vacant land deal in one of these top counties, I'm gonna be able to sell it quickly, all right? So let's just take a look here at Zillow. Oh yeah, let me share my screen here. Sorry about that. I was just showing you here, we wanna make sure in one of these top counties here, we're going to be able to sell these deals quick. So let's just take a look at Zillow, for example. Let's look at Florida and let's look at vacant land under 50 grand. I just did it to kind of make these numbers a little smaller here. And then let's look in the last 30 days. Guess what? The last 30 days under 50 grand, there's been 2,550 vacant lots that have sold. Now, if you compared that to, let's just say Tennessee, it's gonna be a lot, but 513. Remember Florida was 2,700 or something, right? How about California? 566. How about North Carolina? 819. So I'm not telling you like go into these, these you know, Florida, going to North Carolina, whatever, but I'm telling you, follow the demand. Um, if, if you're looking at thinking, well, if should, I, I really like Montana. Montana's beautiful, right? I want to do deals in Montana. All right, well, let's check out Montana. 14. Under 50 grand. Now, obviously land in Montana might be more expensive, but here's what I'm trying to tell you. We were looking for cheap land. Okay, we wanna be able to sell these things really quickly. This is where the demand is the highest. If you were to look in the entire state of Florida, for example, and you were to look at all the land that is sold in the last 90 days, you're gonna find the majority of it is maybe these little quarter acre lots for under 50 grand. If you look in North Carolina, it might be two to five acre lots between 20 and 50 or between, you know, 
twenty and a hundred thousand dollars or something like that. But let's just look here at Florida, for example. Again, just an example. All right. What I'm looking for here is under fifty grand vacant land sold in the last thirty days, so in the last month. And I'm looking for the pockets. Do you see those pockets right there where there's a lot of yellow dots? Hmm. Success leaves clues, doesn't it? Well, Joe, I'm worried about competition. I'm worried. What if? What if there's there, there's so many active listings there? There's so much competition and so many other investors are doing deals there. I don't think I could do it. Well, okay, you're right. It doesn't work. It doesn't work in Florida. It doesn't work in North Carolina. It doesn't work in Texas. You're right. It doesn't. So go do deals where it doesn't work. I don't care. Let's, but anyway, so we're looking here. You see, some, there's a lot of dots down here, right? So I'm going to zoom in a little bit. Let's just see what... What area is this? Look at these, lots of these big pockets of dots. Now, I don't know, let's just click on one of these. The area code, what area code is this? I'm gonna open up this one here, 34288. Let's do Google, 34288 County, Sarasota County. A lot of deals happening in Sarasota County. Interesting, right? Let's go back, let's look at, uh, what's this area down here? Let's open one of them. Lehigh Acres, 33974. 33974 County. Well, let's try the other Google up here. There we go. Well, I don't know what county it is, but okay, I figured it out. I don't know what's going on, but it's Lee County. I did a search for Lehigh Acres, Florida County, and it's Lee County. So guess what? A lot of activity is happening in Lee County right now. Well, all right. So now we know where the markets are. Who are the active buyers in that area? Well, a PropStream Joe is a tool that I like to use a lot. If you go to propstreamjoe.com, I'm going to log in here, close your eyes. All right, PropStream, 97 bucks a month. You get up to 10,000 downloads a month or something like that. And you can, um, if you use my link, you get seven day free trial or something like that. All right, let's just look. Lee County, Florida. What am I doing here? I want to find out who are the buyers? Who are the buyers that are buying a lot of land out here? So I'm gonna to go to filter, quick list, choices, vacant land. Cool. I'm gonna click on no owner occupied property characteristics. Well, it's already vacant land. Um, I'm gonna go down here to ownership info and I'm gonna say last sale date. Let's go best three months. One, two, three. Let's go since as I'm recording this October, I mean, August one. And I want active land investors that are buying that already own a lot of land, right? So I'm gonna say minimum number of properties owned. Let's do 10. Look at that. In this county, there's been 1,279 transactions happened in the last, uh, and that's too many. I wanna actually narrow it down even more. So I'm gonna say that of in the last 30 days, shall we do that? Last 30 days, <clears throat> let's do October 1. There we go. A little better number. 214 different transactions. And that's not necessarily 214 different buyers because one buyer might have bought, bought 10 deals, but there's 214 transactions in Lee County that have been purchased by an absentee owner that owns at least 10 other properties. Let's just open one of these right here. This one right here, if I open it. City of Cape Coral. Well, that is a city. I don't care about cities. Why did they buy it? I don't know. Here we go. TRA My Land LLC. They're out of Cape Coral, Florida. They bought this property a month ago. Um, sometimes you can go in here and you can see what they bought it for. And if you click here, right, linked properties, they own 129 other properties, most of them vacant land. Let's click on this one right here. This uh, company, JALP uh, LLC out of Estero, Florida, they just bought this property for 
looks like 122,000. Let's click linked properties. They own 73 other properties. So what you can do is now you can take this list and put it to a, I'm going to highlight the whole thing. I'm going to add it to a list and let's just call this um, Lee County recent land buyers. Okay. I'm going to save it to a list and I'm going to actually pause this and I'm going to open this spreadsheet up um, in Google Sheets and I'm going to remove the duplicate owners and find out how many, how many different owners actually purchased those 214 properties. So I'll be right back. Hold on. Basically what I'm doing here is I, I put the list, I opened it up over here on my marketing lists. All right. And I have 214 in here and I selected all of them. And I'm going to click export right here and I'm going to export them into a spreadsheet and I'll show you what I got here in a second. Okay. So what I have here is a spreadsheet. Uh, hold on. All right. My screen froze up on me. I'm not sure what's happening there, but here's my spreadsheet. And so far, if I scroll all the way down to the bottom, there's 214 um, transactions. But what I do in um, <clears throat> Google Docs in Google Spreadsheet here is I'm going to remove the duplicate mailing addresses because sometimes different LLCs or they're spelled differently will buy multiple properties. So, but they'll buy it in different LLCs, but the mailing address is always the same. So I usually go right here to data. I go to data cleanup and I remove duplicates, all right? And I'm going to remove right here, mailing address column N, boom, remove duplicates. And 129 rows were found and removed and there are 85 unique rows remain. All right, so what does that mean? Well, boom, here you go. I have 85 different people, companies, LLCs, individuals, I don't know, whatever, who have bought vacant land in the last, what did I say, 30 days that own over 10 properties. Now, guess what? All I Guess what information I have here? I have their name, I have their mailing address, and I have, oh, what's going on here? Error making recording. All right, so I got an error message. Hopefully this recording is working. But anyway, so now I have 85 different buyers that are buying in Lee County vacant land, and they already own a bunch. So what could you do? You can call them, skip trace them and call them, and you can send them a letter. Now I break down how to do all of that in the land kit. So check that out, land, simplelandkit.com. All right, cool. So we find out who the active buyers are. We find out what they're buying. Um, and then another way you could do this is you could find, wait, wait, hold on one second. Oh, now, okay, we know who the buyers are. Now we need to go to Redfin and find some deals. How do we find some deals? Well, I like Redfin. Let's go to redfin.com. I'm gonna look up Lee County. Now I know who the buyers are. I know what they're buying. I know about what price range they're buying. So I need to go find deals for them. So I'm gonna go to, Lee County, I'm gonna go right here to for sale. Let me go to all filters over here, click land only. And I'm gonna look for some properties, vacant land that has been on the market over, let's say 90 days, more than 90 days, boom, all right. I'm also gonna limit the price. Let's say I don't, I don't want anything that's over 75 grand, all right. There are in that county 2,200 vacant lots that have been on the market over three months, right? Then I scroll down here to uh, da, 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 da. price reduced. I want to see properties that have had their price reduced in the last 30 days. There's 121. You could also go here and say, show me all the ones that have been, had the price reduced more than 30 days ago. There's 580. All right. What if there's another thing you could do? You could say, um, show me all the ones that have been on the market over 30 days, let's say 3000. And I'm going to go to keyword right here, uh, keyword search, and I'm going to type in the word motivated. Here you go, there's 59 properties that have the word motivated in the description. Let's look at this one I just picked randomly here. 
Wide Canal, Buildable Lot. Do motivated sellers submit your offer today? It's been on Redfin for over 52 days, right? So what are you doing here? What we're doing is we're looking for properties that have been on the market for a while. They've had their price reduced in the last 30 days or 30 days or more. And then they might even have some keywords on it like motivated. Then what we're gonna do, we're going to call the realtors. We're gonna click on one of these properties and we're going to uh, look up the realtors information listed by Solomon Cardenas. And uh, sometimes their information is here. You can also just uh, do a search for them, search for them in Google and find their contact information. Let's click on another one right here. How about this one? Because they didn't give the broker. Here we go. This one has the broker's information. So I could highlight her name and the uh, broker information and you can get their information like homesandland.com. Here's a phone number, two different phone numbers for Marilis or something like that. Okay, call them up and, and talk to them. Now, if you want the script, that I use to talk to these folks, go to right here, simplelandkit.com, and that will, um, you get the script that I use to talk to sellers. So number one, you find the hot markets. Number two, you find out where the buyers are and who the buyers are and what they're buying. Then you're gonna go to Redfin and look for older vacant land listings. And you can also, this is one of the cool things I love about PropStream, is you can get expired land listings. Let's go back to PropStream here. Let's go to the search. And I'm going to do, we're in Lee County. I'm going to go back to my filter and let's reset this filter and let's go back to vacant land right here. Owner occupied. No, I'm going to go to MLS status and I'm going to say MLS status failed. Guess what we're going to find here? 11,489 vacant land listings that have failed. That means it was either withdrawn, canceled, expired or whatever. Um, that's cool, but that's a little too many. What if we also filtered it down some more? What if we said, all right, show us all of the vacant land that expired that the owner has owned it for over 10 years. So I do years ownership minimum 10. So they've owned this a long time. And I could also go to say absentee owner location. All right, show me people that are out of the county and out of the state and or out of state. There you go. This is much better, isn't it? 2,700 vacant land people, owners that have <clears throat> had their house, their vacant lot listed one time. It didn't sell. They've owned it for over 10 years. They live out of the county. But what if that was still too many? Well, you could go and do some more things like do, 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 do. What if we did, oh, include unknown sale dates. Hmm. That just means the county doesn't know how long they've owned it, which usually means they've owned it before they started keeping records. So whenever I'm looking for people that own houses or land for longer than 10 years or so, I always check unknown sale dates because that is a good sign. That means the county doesn't know. All right, there was one other thing I was going to look for. Um, let me pause this. Hold on one sec. Oh, yeah, I just remembered. What if we found of those 4,300, are there any of them that maybe have been late on their taxes in the last couple years? So you're going to go here and do a search for lean bankruptcy. There you go. Lean bankruptcy divorce status. I know this text is really small. So if you're watching this, you know, try to zoom in and whatnot. But you see tax delinquent here. I want to say, all right, in the last three years, have there ever been delinquent taxes? Holy smokies. Look at this. 635 of these properties have had their taxes late in the last three years. They have, they're owned by somebody that lives out of the area. They've owned it for over 10 years and they tried to sell it and it didn't sell. Boom. So what could you do with this? Well, you could just highlight all of them, add it to a list, skip trace them and start calling them. You could send them a letter or whatever, right?
Now, you've got this list of older vacant land listings. You know the realtors or you know the owners. So pick up the phone and start calling people. There's three main questions that I like to use when I'm talking to sellers. Number one, what's your situation? Number two, what would you like to see happen? And then number three, how would uh, how quickly would you like to make that happen? There's a real simple formula for talking to sellers. What's your situation? Notice I don't care about the property. I'm just asking, what's your situation? Do you really need to sell or just want to sell? Why do you even want to sell? I have some more questions here. Number two is, well, okay, what would you like to see happen? And number three, how quickly would you like that to happen? So the first question, what's your situation? There's different ways you can ask that. Like, hey, tell me about the property. Sounds like a nice property. Why would you even want to sell it? Or why do you think it hasn't sold yet? Or another question would be, let me, I just thought of this now. Hold on one second. Let me pause. Okay, so um, the other thing is like, what would you like to see happen? There's different ways I ask that. Like, I'm sure you're getting a ton of offers, right? Why don't you just list it with an agent? Then I ask them, how negotiable is your price? And then the third question, how quickly would you like that to happen? I might say something like, you know, you're not in a hurry to sell it, right? You're, what's more important to you, to sell this property for the highest price possible or to sell it as fast as possible? I might say something like, hey, I'm looking for a deal today. So again, if I can pay you cash, I can close in 30 days. Is that price the absolute lowest you can go? The other thing I like to do is I'm saying, hey, I'm looking at similar properties here in the area. Probably can't get you that price that you're looking for. Or if it was expired, I probably can't get you that price. Or if it's currently listed, you know, I don't know. I'm looking at sold. I'm looking at actives here. But if I can get you something in this price range, maybe, and I can close in 30 days, what would you want to do then? Simple, right? By the way, I have a lot of scripts. Again, if you go to simplelandkit.com, you can check them out and I can give them to you. So what's your situation? What would you like to see happen? And how quickly would you like that to happen? Real simple formula for talking to sellers, okay? Um, next step, after you research, you find some good markets, you find some good land deals, right? You're finding who the buyers are. You find This is all free stuff, right? Well, I mean, PropStream is 97 bucks a month, but you can do a seven-day free trial. Um, if Zillow is free, Landwatch is free, Redfin is free, okay? Second step is analyze the deals and put it under contract. Let's say you find maybe a good deal. Now you want to make an offer on it. So you want to look for similar properties on Redfin and Zillow. Now, how do you do that? Let's just say, you know, we're looking at this property here. They're asking 23,500. If I scroll down, it's motivated seller. It's been on the market for a couple months, not much interest. I'm going to call the realtor up and, or I could, I could look this property up and find the um, owner and skip trace the owner and call him. But Let's say I'm calling, I'm on the phone and I, I want to make an offer on this property. Now, why hasn't it sold yet? It's just, it's probably overpriced and every property will sell if the number is right. So why is it overpriced? While I'm on the phone with the seller or with the realtor, I'm going to have this property open right here. I'm going to click on this little thumbnail image of the map. I'm going to clack, clack. I'm going to click nearby homes for sale. And that puts me right in the center of the map. Okay. And now I'm going to filter. I only want land only. Boom. Now I'm going to sort by price low to high. They're asking 23 grand. Now, this is interesting, isn't it? Because there are a bunch of other cheaper properties. Now I know they might be on this little canal right here, but is it worth 10,000 more dollars? I don't know. So if I zoom out, I'm talking to the agent. Again, I'm sorting all of these vacant lots that I'm looking at by price. And I'm asking the agent, I'm asking the owner like, wow, okay, I know you want 23 grand. It sounds, it's on the canal. That's great. I'm Geez, why haven't you sold it yet? I'm sure you're getting a lot of offers, right? No, you know, I mean, it's been a couple months or, you know, you're probably like turning down all these offers, right? Because you're hoping to get the highest and best. What's going on? But, oh, yikes. Yeah, I'm looking here and I see a bunch of properties currently listed that are the same size for like 14,800. 
14,900, 15,600. Are you sure that that 23 grand is a fair price for this crazy market right now? What's going on? Why do you think it hasn't sold yet? Let me ask you a simple question. I mean, would it, would you buy your property for 23 grand if I could if you knew you could go down the street and buy another one for 10 grand cheaper? Let me look here quick. Let me look at solds. I'm going to go back here look at some solds recently. Uh, uh, oh, wow. Hmm. I'm seeing I see a 4.44 acre lot. Almost double that sold for $8,000. Another one sold for 8 grand, 8700, 9700, 9000, 9800, whatever. Like I don't think I could offer you $24,000. I mean, is your client negotiable on their price at all? You think if I offered something in this price range, the $8,000 to $10,000 price range, do you think they could, if I could offer a cash close quickly, no contingencies, do you think they would be willing to accept that offer or something like that? So anyways, there's other things that I say to realtors. There's other things I say to homeowners, but I'm trying to get them like, how motivated are they? Do they really just need to sell it or want to sell it? There's a big difference there, okay? Now, that's kind of how I look at similar properties. I'm saying, well, what in the area is am I looking at? And I'm, again, I'm just looking here at Redfin, just looking at solds and looking at actives. I, again, from that property that I'm wanting to make an offer on, I click on this little map, click on nearby homes for sale, and I zoom in and out, switching between for sale and for act and actives, making sure I'm only looking at land, sorting it by low to high, switching back and forth. Because I see there's a bunch of properties that are cheaper. I know why their property hasn't sold yet, because they're asking way too much. Now, you can go look at comps in the last three months, six months, or a year. I typically go a year because I want all, I want the cheapest ones that I can find in the last year. And here they are at the top of the list, right? One cool thing about Redfin, by the way, if you click on table here and you scroll all the way down on the right, you can see a button that says download. You can download all of those comps that are in this window, this map on the left and put them into a spreadsheet if you want to just kind of play with the data a little bit. It's interesting and it's free. You can download up to 350 records, I believe. Okay. Um, now, how do you make an offer? Well, real simple. First thing I ask is, well, what could I sell this for? And I'm looking at actives and sold comps. So if I'm looking at this property again, I'm looking at actives I'm thinking immediately, all right, so if I'm going to sell my property, man, I'm going to have to be cheaper than these. I don't care if it's even on this little canal thing, right? It's probably, if you were to look at a satellite, it's probably not even that pretty or it's, something's going on there. It's just kind of not even that nice. I'm going to need to list mine for like 15 grand, right? So then I subtract my cost from that. I want to make a minimum wholesale fee of 10 grand. Now, maybe in the, one of these areas, I might be okay with 7,500 or whatever. Then I'm going to subtract my realtor commissions when I'm paying a realtor to sell my deals. I pay them about 10%. Subtract my closing costs. I have maybe 500, 250, 500 bucks for photography. And that's how I come up with my offer price, right? I say, well, what could I list it for? Subtract my wholesale fee, subtract my realtor commission, subtract my closing costs, subtract... 400, 500 bucks for photography. And that's going to be my offer price. Now, normally I never offer more than 50% of what I'm going to sell it for. Okay. Rarely will I go over that, but that's how I come up with my offers. Very, very simple. Um, by the way, I have a software. If you go to Simple Land, did I mention Simple Land Kit yet or not? If you just go there, I'm going to give you access to a really, really cool software that um, looks like this and it's free. You just put in your information. You put in information about the property here and then you, uh, I'm, let me find an example and I'll show it to you. Hold on one second. Okay, I was just farting around with this earlier and I put in some details about myself here. I click on next and I put in information about the seller's mailing address, the property address, click next. And this is where you're gonna put some comps. Now I come up with comps or offers 
three different ways. I make offers based on active comps. These are properties that are actively listed nearby. I make offers based on sold comps and I make an offer based on my minimum wholesale profits. Let me kind of show you what this looks like. These are just examples here. I'm gonna put in three similar properties that are actively listed nearby. I get an average price per acre. I usually discount active comps maybe 15 to 20%. So I, I get my average price per acre, I discount this a little bit, and I usually offer something between 30 to 50, 30 to 40% of that, okay? So now I get a value based on active comps and an offer based on active comps. Now I'm gonna look at sold comps. And I put my three or four or five sold prices in here and I get an average price per acre. I get an average price per acre and I usually offer 35 to 40% of that. That's my offer, usually about that, right? So now I have a value based on sold comps, a value based on an offer based on sold comps. Now I also do an offer based, this is three ways, right? I hope I'm not complicating this, but I wanna make an offer based on, I wanna make at least a minimum profit of $10,000. So I figure, okay, well, the value of the property based on active comps is maybe 55 grand. Well, the value based on sold comps maybe is 56 grand. So this is where you just say, I'm gonna list it for, I wanna be conservative, I'm gonna list it for 49,500 because I wanna sell it quickly. Whatever price I'm putting in here, it's just a best guess right now. I wanna price it where I can sell it in one or two months. Then I subtract my fee, minimum fee of 10 grand, realtor commissions of 10%, let's say, you could do 8%, closing costs 1,500, miscellaneous costs for photos and stuff, 500, if you're gonna be using private money. So now you got an offer based on your minimum profit. All right, so now you scroll down here. Look at this. I have an offer based on active comps of 22 grand, an offer based on sold comps of 22 grand, and an offer based on minimum profit of 32 grand. So it's up to you now. You can decide what you wanna do. Maybe you start at the lower number and the maximum you can do is the higher number. You can start low and then go high a little bit. So you choose what you wanna offer here and you just put your numbers in here. If there's any back taxes owed, you put the seller offer on the expiration date and I spelled expiration wrong. Anyway, now this is something cool that um, not I don't recommend maybe doing this at first, but whatever you're deciding here that you're going to offer, Okay, I would then you take your cash offer from above and you multiply that by a certain multiple, let's say one and a half, two and a half percent or whatever. And that's your seller financing price. So maybe if the seller would do seller financing, you can offer them more. Okay, and you can change it. Let's say you want to do 5% interest rate. Let's say you want to do zero. Okay, well, let's, you have to, let's do something. Let's do 1% interest rate. Let's say you want to do 10 years amortization, or you could do 30 year amortization with a five year balloon or something like that, okay? So you're gonna offer them, let's do 10% down. Shoot, let's do 25% down, why not, okay? Well, you're gonna say, well, I don't have the money for that. Okay, well, fine, we'll just do 10% down. Uh, let's do 3% interest, amortized over 30 years, but a balloon in five. So our payment's gonna be 113. How do you make money with that? Well, listen, I'm gonna sell it on owner finances. So I'm gonna collect 500 from my end buyer and I'm gonna pay 113 to the seller. That's how you make money on that. So then you click update, this thing works and spins, and then it's gonna give you uh, really cool things. It's gonna give you three things. A two option letter of intent, and I'll show you what that looks like here in a second. It's gonna give you a cash offer and a contract that you can send to the seller. And it's gonna give you an email that you can send to the realtor. Now, Joe, wait a minute. Are you telling me if I just go to simplelandkit.com, I can get this calculator for free. Yeah, simplelandkit.com. So check this out. This is what you're gonna get. This is the one page letter of intent. I know it's real small, I'll try to zoom in a little bit. It fills out all the information. It says, hey Jimmy, following up on our conversation about your 3.5 acre lot, blah, 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 and your da, 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 da. 
Here are two different options I could give to you. Cash price of 20 grand, okay? I can close in one to three months. You can change all this. This is a Word doc. You could say, I, wanna, I can close in three to six months, or I can do seller financing. I can offer you more uh, term. Let's do balloon term five years. Well, this is this is an older bot document because this this would say the 113, whatever we had before. But um, balloon, you would change the language here. Balloon, five years, term, amortize over 30 years to get the $113 number or whatever it was. Um, okay, and our title will close to the title company and all that. Boom, call me if you want any more, if, if you're interested in one of these and we'll get on the phone talk. This is a contract. It's a one-page contract that uh, you can use. I don't know what these bookmarks are, but anyway... It's a cover letter, instructions on how to return it to you, and a simple one-page contract. You get all of that for free. Again, what? Huh? At simplelandkit.com. Yeah, that's what I said. Cool. All right. When you make your offer, you want to make sure you have three to six months to close for due diligence, and you do not need to use earnest money deposits, okay? Do not need to use earnest money deposits. And again, you can get it at simplelandkit.com. Always have an attorney review your paperwork, okay? Boy, we're, I, this is taking me way longer than I thought it would. Step three is you find a buyer and close the deal. Now, we've already done some of this work. We find the buyers that are buying land in the area. We're going to call them. We're also going to call realtors that have sold land in the area and call them. You want to make sure when you're calling these realtors, you offer generous commissions if they bring you a buyer. Now, let's talk about this for a minute. If I'm looking at this property here, I want to look for realtors that have sold property in the area in the last three months. And I'm going to sort this from low, from high to low because I want to call the realtors that sold properties a little bit higher, right? So I click on one of these. Guess what you're going to find? Scroll down, you're going to find the listing agent and the buyer's agent right here. So just Google Jean Abden. There she is right there. Oh, sorry. That's a dude. <laughs> okay, their, their cell phone number and office number. Okay, give this guy a call. Then you do the same thing over and over again. Look at all these different properties like this one right here. Scroll down. Joe. I, Joe's probably a guy, I think. Let's see. I click on uh, right here. Well, there's no picture of him or her or it, whatever. Okay, sorry. I know I just offended a bunch of people there. Let's move on. So I'm going to call realtors. I'm going to say, hey, listen, I see you sold a property here recently. I have another property in the area that's a really good deal. I can pay you eight to 10% commissions if you have a buyer. Do you think you might have somebody that can that might be interested in this property? Okay. Then you want to find a good title company. Just ask around. We use local title companies. We always, when we're working with them, we always say, we're always upfront and honest. Hey, we're trying to do an assignment if we can to save on closing costs. I tell the realtor, listen, if we can do an assignment, if you can recommend to me a title company that will let me do an assignment, uh, I can sell it for $15,000. If I have to close on it, use my own money, I'm going to sell it for $17,500. Otherwise, let's just make this easy. I don't have to double close on it. I don't have to use my own money. Let's just do an assignment. Can you help me with that? And the realtors, a lot of times, can help you find a title company that can let you do that. Or if you have to, you have you can use a double, do, do, do double closing. What that means is you have to come to closing with money, close on the A to B, turn around and sell it the same day. Now, if you want some free transactional money, what? Yeah, go to freedoubleclosing.com. A friend of mine, his name is Cam Dunlap, has a course called One Day Flip. It does cost money. It's 49, two payments of 49 bucks. But he's got two bonuses in there where you can get free transactional lending on your first deal up to $600,000. Normally, a, a transactional lender is going to charge a couple points up front, a couple in, percent interest or whatever. But you can get free transactional lending on your first deal for up to $600,000. And they're going to give you legit 
free proof of funds letters. These are real ones with a phone number where you can call and somebody answers the phone. So if you're making offers with realtors and you want to attach a proof of funds letter, you can get it from these guys. And if you need transactional lending to double close the deal, to buy it and then turn around and sell it the same day, Cam, my homeboy, will not charge you anything for it. There is a catch. You have to buy his course. It's called One Day Flips. So just go to freedoubleclose.com, freedoubleclose.com to check that out. And it's a great course. It's going to teach you how to wholesale. And uh, it's I, I highly recommend it. So what are the steps? Let's see if I can navigate this thing. Number one, you research markets. You find some vacant land deals. Number two, you analyze the deals, make offers, get it under contract. Step three, you find a buyer and close the deal. If you want more help, again, go to simplelandkit.com. When you go there, you're going to... Um, get some free stuff. There'll be an invitation to watch my class that teaches you how to use all that free stuff. You can go to simplelandclass.com as well. So listen, appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for watching the, my videos. Let me know what you think. Give me a thumbs up, subscribe to the channel, hit the notification button and leave me a comment. Maybe someday ah, I can help you. All right, do some deals. Have a good one. We'll see you. Take care. Bye-bye.